Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yashodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hey friend, hey girl, welcome to the Plants of Podcast. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the Planter Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. And if you've been listening to the podcast, welcome bike. So happy to have you again listening to the podcast this week. So I have a question for you. It may be contrary to what you believe. I don't know, but we'll see. Do you believe that shopping can actually help you build wealth? Like, girl, what you talking about? We're supposed to be saving, supposed to be doing all this and doing all that. I know. I know. But I want to share with you this week how shopping has been helping me build a wealth mindset. So I don't know if you remember on the podcast I released a couple of weeks ago when I talked about I am really developing into this wealth mindset. As I said on the podcast, my name is Olua Damilola, which means God gives me wealth. So once I got the revelation that I'm supposed to be a wealthy woman, you know, in all areas of my life, financially, friendships, ideas, relationships, everything, right? I'm supposed to be wealthy. But in order to embrace this identity, I've been put on a couple assignments that have really been expanding my mind and how to become that woman of wealth. So I mentioned on the podcast that I was have been somebody who struggled with a lack mindset and an impoverished mindset. Not really sure where it came from because I didn't grow up in a lack type of environment. But I'm somebody or I was somebody who would get what I need and not what I want I usually would not pay more than $20 for something, like for a piece of clothing, trying to be frugal. So not buying something that's full price, even though I might like it. Almost like feeling like, oh, I shouldn't have that. Even though I do believe I should have it, but my actions showed it's like, oh no, you shouldn't buy something like that. You shouldn't splurge on that. Or even going to the store, trying to get groceries. I usually make a list of what I will buy just to kind of keep me on track, right? But sometimes I would like to buy other things, but I'll usually really stick to that list and be like, I only need to get what I need, not what I want. And I think, you know what, groceries, yeah, but I should maybe say that more with clothing as well, or just other things, like things that I like. It could even be makeup and all these things. I only need to get what I need and not what I want. I shouldn't splurge on getting what I want. Now, this is almost contrary to the vision that I have of myself and you know what I want to do as a person and t- the type of person that I want to be, right? I'm somebody who 
I want to give abundantly. I don't want to have a tight hand. I am somebody who wants to live in a place of abundance, like believing that God is my supplier of my needs and not even just my work, but he is the one who supplies my needs. So even if he asked me to give something that I wouldn't be clenching my fist, like, oh no, I can't and living in a place of lack. I'm somebody who I would like to spoil the people that are around me. Like if that means taking my cousin to a cooking class because she loves cooking or traveling to a different state or a different country, taking her on a trip or possibly getting my friends a trip, you know, to an island or something or staying in beautiful hotels, getting a massage on a random day of the week because I can, getting my nails done consistently, buying clothes that are really well made. And that fit me well and that will last for a long time. Investing in myself, you know, investing in every part of me, investing in classes and coaching that will help me get better. I envision myself being somebody who can give a lot and also receive. But the way that I had been living for God knows how long has really not been allowing me to be on the receiving end to the capacity in which I want to live towards. So, you know, God has really been working with me for these last couple of months. I mean, I think that 2020 for me has been more of a self-discovery time, just really figuring out who I am and just being comfortable in who I am and, and who he's made me. And coming to terms with this idea of the type of person that I want to be. And I was just realizing like, yo, I can't be living like this no more. And he was like, girl, (laughs) you can't be living like this no more. So I've noticed that when I go somewhere and I see something that I like, I'm prompted to buy it at the same time as what I need. And I'd be like, oh, no, God. I can't do it. I can't buy it. He's not in my budget. But he's like, just go get it. And an example of that happened with me going to buy some earrings at Target. I went to Target to buy some stuff around the house. And I just saw these earrings that I really liked. And also I told my coach about this and she also was like, all right, next time you go to Target, I need you to go buy something that you like, right? So I went to Target and bought what, or I got what I was, was on my list, but I saw these really cute earrings and this rings that I like. And it's not even like I just needed them so badly and it was what I was looking for, but I just really liked them. And I just made the conscious, conscious decision to purchase them. I was like, you know what? I like these things, therefore, I'm going to buy them. I'm going to get them. And then same thing at Anthropology. Um, I love Anthropology. I adore that store in regards to the aesthetics and some of the clothes. It always gives me like inspiration walking into Anthropology. And they have some really nice candles. And I know that you can buy candles anywhere else for a fraction of the price but there was a specific candle that I saw that I really liked I really loved the scent of it and I just felt so pulled to buy a candle and it wasn't no cheap candle and I was like 
you know, oh, I can't. And what was unfortunate was there's a candle that I've been wanting to get for a year that I that I ran out of last year, but I literally haven't bought it because I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to get, I'm, I'll have enough money the next time I get it. Even though I had the money, I'm like, oh no, I can't buy it now. I can't buy it now. I'll, I'll get it another time, right? Now I'm feeling prompted to buy this candle that's literally twice the amount of the original candle that I wanted. And I'm like, oh man, am I really going to do this? I don't know. Uh. But I said, you know what? I really feel this pool. I'm going to go buy the candle. Same thing as the candle. I bought the earrings. And the lesson that I believe God was teaching me through these experiences is you want to be a woman of wealth. How are you going to be able to give to on the capacity that you want to give when you can't even give yourself what you truly desire? You know, we can live in a place of like, oh, I can't have that because it's too much. God, it's too big. Or no, it's too expensive. It's too this. Even though we desire it and we may even have the resources to get it. But I don't know about you, but for me, it's like I would just be like, nope, I can't have that. But it's like, you know, I read the list to you, the type of things that I want to do in the future. How in the world can I do it if I can't even service myself well? How am I expecting to teach or bless other people if I can't even bless myself well? Or let's talk about in a business sense. How am I supposed to receive clients, especially people who are willing to pay me um, money, but I'm just like, um, no, I can't take that. It's too much money. No, you can't pay me all of that. It's too much money. Then I will never go to the places in which God has me or even the stages that God has me because I am not willing to receive on my own terms or be blessed on my own terms and treat myself well enough that I can do that for others. And an example of this, another one example of this happened earlier this year. I'll never forget this because it's so like, girl, like, I mean, I've mentioned on this podcast before a little bit about, uh, you know, where I was about two years ago. If you listen to uh, the talk that I did at my school, I uploaded it a couple months ago. I can't really remember the podcast title right now, but I think it's about navigating the unknown. Okay. Yeah. That podcast. So I mentioned a little bit about my testimony of how I went on the trip and all that stuff um, to Europe and just mentioned kind of where we were financially at the time. So, you know, I've come out of a place of living in a state of lack, like physically having lack and all those things, right? So those behaviors of saving and only getting really what we needed or getting just the bare minimum was still like in my system. Even though, you know, God speaks to me through dreams and, you know, just seeing my situation change, clearly I am not in that state anymore. But especially at the beginning of this year, I still acted like I was. So I remember I was really hungry one day. I was driving and I was like, oh man, I got to go home because I got to cook, right? But it's like, I'm somebody who cooks with love. So my cooking takes a little bit of time. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Because I, you know, when I'm hungry and I, it gets to a certain point, I tell people I'm losing it. Like you're losing me because I start to get headaches. I, it's like my sugar drops. I begin to get angry and all this stuff, right? So I'm like, oh Lord, I'm hungry. But anybody who knows me knows that I love Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones sandwich, right? It's well priced. It's good. 
it's it just hits every time. So I was about to pass Jimmy John's and I think I actually did pass Jimmy John's and I was going in my head like, should I buy the sandwich? Six dollars or should I save the six dollars? I don't know. Ah, I gotta, I gotta save this money. <laughs> right. And literally it's like a whisper. I heard the Holy Spirit be like, just go buy the sandwich. And I felt so, so at peace because you know when God is speaking to you because when you do something that's challenging for you and you still feel a sense of peace after you've done it because you know it wasn't you because you guys trying to fight your flesh and be like, oh no, I cannot. But I just was like, I just felt the Holy Spirit be like, just go buy the sandwich, like $6. And he was just ministering to me like, you are not in the same place as you used to be, as you used to be. So you cannot act like you used to live you're in a new season and I think that was the start of this you know pursuit of a wealth mindset and being and living like I'm wealthy even where I am I'm not where I want to be but where I am I can still embody a wealth mindset So I'll never forget that moment. Like I was really battling with myself over $6 and I just love God. Like he, the things that he'd be saying, it'd be so simple, but it just speaks to your soul. And I got the sandwich and then I went home and I'm not sure if I cooked the food or not, but I was satisfied. I was good. And, you know, it was just really reminding me, like, I'm your provider. Like I'm the one that's funding you. Like he's the one that gives people the ability to create wealth for themselves. And it just reminded me, like, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not where I used to be and I'm in a different level. So what he's been doing is when I go places now, I'm unctioned to buy things that I want. Because I tell you, I could go a long time without getting anything because I'm like, I don't need it now. It's not a necessity. I'll get it when I save more money. I will, but the money is there. Or at least I know that money will come later. If, even if I spend this, I am assured that more money or more opportunities or whatever it is, is going to be there. Why? Because he's my provider. So I'll just get a little outfit or this candle that I bought and I absolutely adore the candle. I light this thing every day, well, almost every day because I'm like, this candle was a penny, but I will smell it. I will love it. And it's mine and it makes me feel luxurious. And just that feeling of this is who I'm supposed to be. Even giving more. I realize like, I love what um, Jamie Cross said. She said, you want to slap lack in the face every opportunity that you have. So I, I, I see myself giving more, like even in tips because I you know, not struggling to be like, oh, should I give this tip? Should I not? Like just giving it and just believing that, you know, God is really the one in charge of my finances and, and what I have. And that's why not being afraid to like share things with people and ideas and all these different things. Cause I'm like, God is the one in charge of all those things. So really living that out and just breaking this idea of living in lack. So would you ever say that shopping would help you develop a wealth mindset? Well, in my case, that is how I'm doing it. You know, in reason, not crazy, but challenging at the same time, not because of money, but because of my own internal thoughts and mindset. But we're breaking it, man. God is really out here just slicing and dicing. So I can just really live out who I'm called to be and just the type of woman that he's really, you know, pushed me to become.
God has given me wealth is my name. And I am determined to live up to that name now. My eyes are open to that and just the vision that God has for me and imagine the vision that he has for you, where he wants you to go, what he wants you to do. But is it our mindset that is limiting us from getting to that place? Is it our limiting beliefs or our, our poverty mindset that's not allowing us to move further? Sometimes it's not things around us or people. Sometimes it's literally our own mindset and how we think, you know, even with podcasts from scratch. And I find this so funny that I was asking God for the longest time, yo, what is uh, 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 my gift? Um, Lord, you told, you told me to make a business. How can I do it? Oh my goodness. Like praying, praying. Oh God, reveal to me. And it really was like, girl, just look at your skill set. Thank God for Courtney Sanders. You know, I'll shout her out any day. One podcast that she had just opened my eyes and I was just like, bro, like, <laughs> Like the, what I'm looking for is found in my skill set, but because I was limiting my skill set and not believing that it's worth it, I could, I was always passing by it. I was always like just passing by it. But when I came to the understanding that that's what I was supposed to be doing, I was supposed to be teaching people about podcasting and giving, um, strategy, um, for people to create impact in this world. <laughs> I'm so, I was like, Oh my God, God. And you know, once I took that step, and believed in what I was doing, that's when he started giving instruction. Not every step, but instruction nonetheless. And gives me just what I need when I need it. So how will you be disabling this lack mindset, this impoverished mindset? Ask God to show you how can you break this thing? Because I guarantee you, you will not go to where God has called you to get to if you're living in a mindset that is full of lack, full of you can't take care of yourself because it just keeps ringing to me. How will I be able to do all those things and more if I cannot do them for myself? I am not a type of woman who believes to self-sacrifice, um, take care of everybody else and I'll be on the outside. I'll be fine. I'm not one of those women. Okay. So it doesn't behoove me to act like that and pretend that I am and sacrificing for my, and sacrificing my wants all the time. No, I want to receive what God has for me. And if that means buying what I like, and that's his way of teaching me at this moment, then we're going to go with it. So I would love to know how will you be breaking an impoverished mindset and just developing a more wealthy mind and believing in living to the full capacity that God has for you. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And then before we go, I just want to let you know, Podcast from Scratch is coming back. If you want to know how to make a podcast from scratch, beginning from A to Z, you're somebody who you know God has called you to make a podcast and you want to serve him. You want to serve others. You want to set yourself up, your business up and opportunity for just God knows what the visions that God has for you in, in, in business and in your life through podcasting then join the wait list. You will be the first to know when this podcast from scratch course drops. So if you want to join the wait list, just click the link in the show notes 
and you can read more about the program and join the waitlist. I would love to have a conversation with you, get to know more about your vision and how we could work together. So again, if you are interested in joining the course or you want to know more, join the waitlist so we could have a conversation and see if you are a fit for podcast from scratch. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode this week. I really hope that this has blessed you. This is real time. This is what God has for me to do in order to break this mentality and truly live up to what he's called me to do. So I would love to hear what that is for you. Until next time, I will speak to you on the next episode. Bye.